Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the Quran talks about the importance of respecting parents. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we find in the Quran in the seal of the Prophet وسلم, the respect, not only the respect for parents, but their status. As we know in the hadith of the Prophet وسلم, when he talked about the importance of respecting mother, there are hadith of the Prophet وسلم, about respecting the father. Having said that, I don't want to make this talk today about respecting parents, but there's an aspect of respect that today I want to address. And today what I'm about to address is a problem that we have today in our society. It's not, about, it's not about me, but it's what we see in the community that needs to be addressed. And once again, the reason why these issues are addressed, because this is exactly the greatest Imam of all time. This is exactly what he would do, Rasulullah Whenever he saw an issue in the community, he would address that from the member and uh, from the pulpit. As parents, it is our responsibility, no doubt, that while we have to protect our children, while we have to educate our children, while we have to give them tarbiyah, we teach them akhlaq, we teach them adab and respect and etiquettes, it is equally important that we teach our kids the importance of responsibility. It is important as parents that we have to teach our kids how to make decisions in life. As parents, it is our responsibility to teach them how to, how to become you know, mature in life, and especially when it comes to our young men. We have to teach them these kind of things. Unfortunately, as parents, what we're doing nowadays is, yes, we are educating them. Yes, we are protecting them. Yes, we are uh, giving them tarbiyah and uh, teaching them adab and respect and so forth. But at the same time, we are also doing something else that we see in many families. And that is we make them into our psychological prisoner for life. Let me explain what that means. See, a lot of times, you have kids who are growing up and they grow up with this mentality that everything is important in my deen at the same time unconditional obedience to my parents is also important now our deen has taught us our, our religion has taught us that to show adab to your parents do not ever say anything Uf is, once again, it's a word that is used in the Qur'an, basically means that do not ever use a disrespectful expression in front of your parents. When your parents are talking to you, you don't roll your eyes. When your parents are talking to you, you give them your attention. When the parents are talking to you, you don't walk away while they're talking to you. There's a certain level of respect that we have to, of course, show to our parents, and this is something that we find in the Qur'an. But at the same time, let me, let me be very practical and clear here. Our deen has not told us that there is 100% unconditional obedience to the parents. Especially when these young men, when they grow up and they get married eventually. They get married. Eventually what happens is they cannot make a decision in their life without, the, without their parents' approval. And it gets to the point that, it, you know, it happens in a lot of families. It happens in many families that when a husband and wife, they get married, even before having kids, the husband is the, is the dominant figure in the family. And he asserts himself as the dominant figure in the family. But 
four or five kids later, post-retirement, you know who becomes the dominant figure in the family? It's always the women, okay? It's always, I was, when I say it's always the women, I say 99% of the time, it's the women. So what happens is that our kids, especially our young men, when they grow up, they're taught, they're programmed that if I tell you to stand up, you will stand up. If I tell you to sit down, you will sit down. So what happens is that when I have a lot of counseling that takes place, the one issue that over and over comes to me is that the wife is complaining that he, this person, my husband, he does not have any decision-making abilities in his life. Hence, everything comes down to his mother. To the point that even if they want to buy something, let me go ask my mother. If I want to buy a house, let me go ask my mother. Even if the wife says, I think we should buy this. The husband is on the same page with the wife. They both say, you know what, we want to buy this house. But their mother says, nah, -uh, you're not going to buy this house. Khalas, he says, you know what, I'm not going to buy this house. You know, today, as, you know, there are a lot of people who come to me and they tell me that we have problems today in our families. And there are a lot of women in the community who are pro-feminist. They are breaking up families and so forth. And I get that. There's a lot of women who are doing these kind of things. But let me be very clear about this too. There are a lot of men who are the cause of that too. Because no matter what, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created a woman in such a way that if they see that their husband is a rajul, their husband is a man, their husband can make decisions, their husband can, you know, make tough decisions, and they are assertive, and they, they are respectful, they are a gentleman, they have chivalry and so forth, Wallahi, they will walk behind that man. Allah has programmed them that way. Allah has created them that way. No matter even how educated they are, I have seen many educated women who have come to me and told me that if my husband is a man, I have no problem walking behind him. But the problem is that we once again raise our children in such a way, especially our young men, that they cannot make a decision in their life without, you know, it's not once again is to talk to your parents, okay? One, once again, it's, one is that you want to buy something, get the, get the consultation of your parents. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, get your parents' input on it. Well, like, no problem in that. But to put all of your decision-making, you know, the final decisions in the hands of your parents, when you get married, that becomes very problematic. That, be, that is extremely problematic. Our dean, once again, has not taught us that you have to, that decisions are supposed to be theirs. No, if you are a man and you're getting married, then you better be ready to start making tough decisions. And that means that it's you and your wife. It's you and your spouse. You work together. If your parents give an input, you talk to your spouse about this. And what we're seeing also today is that because of this, I have also seen issues where a lot of times husbands have given divorce to their wives. Why did you divorce your wife? My mom told me so. Okay? My mom told me so. My dad told me so. And when I ask those people, why? What give you the ability that you can tell your son to divorce his wife? No apparent reason. 
No reason at all. Those same men, they say that, well, you know what? It's my parents. And my parents have told me, once again, when I say psychological prisoner, this is their answer. They said that my parents have taught me that if, I, if, there, is, if there is no unconditional obedience, I will never ever smell the fragrance of Jannah. This is what parents are teaching their children. That if you do not obey me 100%, you will never ever enter, enter into Jannah. So then this person says, the reason why I divorced my wife, no problem at all with his wife, is because my mom told me to do so, my dad told me to do so, and in return, when I did argue with them, when I debated with them, they said, I will never enter into Jannah. I want Jannah. I want their forgiveness. I want their mercy. I want their blessings. Hence, I divorced her. And when I asked more, they said that, well, the parents, this is what they said. We have the ability to do so. Allah has given us, we find in our deen that Sharia has given us that authority. Where did Sharia give you that authority? So usually they say that, well, don't you remember the story of Ibrahim alayhi salam? He went to his home, and when he went to his home to see his son, he, you know, he saw uh, his sons, he saw basically his daughter-in-law and so forth, and he gave this message. He says, when Ismail comes back, tell him to change the curtains on the door. And that was an indication that basically, you know, separate from your wife. And, and, they, and then they're also telling me that Umar al-Khattab radiallahu an told his son Umar, uh, Ibn Umar radiallahu an, that, you know, to separate from his wife. And subhanAllah, when I, digged in, when I dig, dug more into this, a person came to Ibn Uthaymin rahmatullahi alayhi too one time. Okay? A person came to Ibn Uthaymin rahmatullahi alayhi and said the same exact thing. That do I have the permission to tell my son to divorce his wife because of Umar al-Khattab story and because of Ibrahim alayhi's story. And you know what Ibn Uthaymin said to that person? He says, do you, do you possess the hikmah and wisdom of Umar al-Khattab? Do you, do you possess the hikmah, the wisdom and the knowledge as Ibrahim salam? And the man said, no. He says, well then you don't have a right to tell your son to go in divorce. That should be his decision. If there are some serious conflicts in their marriage that they are unresolvable, they are unresolvable, then yes, we can talk about that. We can talk about that. But for you to believe that I have this unconditional power to tell my son and then teaching our son, teaching the son that you have to listen to your parents in this matter, brothers and sisters, this is not part of our deen. This is not part of our deen. And hence, these kind of kids who say that if my mother tells me to do anything, I will do it. You know, there's a terminology for those kind of people. And that terminology is called, they are a mama's boy. Okay? That's the terminology. They are a mama's boy. And I'll be very frank when I tell you this. That when people come to me, you know, there are people who have come to me, men who have come to me and told me, I'm about to marry such and such woman. What do you know about such and such woman? And I would tell them that, you know what, this is what I know about them and so forth. This is my personal opinion. And sometimes they have continued that, that you know, they have continued that uh, engagement. Sometimes those men have broke, broken off those engagements. But one thing I've made it very clear, I've made it very clear. I always tell everyone, of course, the Prophet Sallallahu teaches us that when a man has deen and khuluq, these are first thing, first two things you see. Okay? And any person, there are, these are two things that you see. The Prophet ﷺ says, look at his deen and look at his akhlaq. 
and this is where it starts from. But I always tell, especially I tell the girls' families, I always tell the bride's family all the time, that if the boy you're about to marry is a mama's boy, please do not give your daughter to them. I'd be very, I'm very blunt about this. Because if you are putting, what's going to happen is, and what has happened is, that they give their daughter away only to find out that this man, this, wife, this woman's life is miserable for the rest of his life. her life is because this man does not make any decisions for his life. His mom makes all the decisions for him. His mom makes all the decisions for him. So that's why I usually tell, and I'm very blunt about this. Brothers and sisters, we cannot make our boys into mama's boys. Grow them into men. Yes, while you teach them, educate them, protect them and everything, they will have to get married one day. Teach them how to be a man. Fathers, teach your kids how to be a man. Teach your kids how to be a rajul. This is what we're lacking today. As much as we want to blame other people, we find that so many men have this issue. So this is why I'm very blunt about this, that we have to start thinking differently when, we, when it comes to raising our boys. And once again, my advice, you can take it or leave it. Okay? If you are looking for your daughter, you're looking for a man for your daughter, my suggestion is do not ever give her away to a mama's boy. Okay? If you care for your daughter, do not ever give her away to a mama's boy. That is my, that's my, you know, pers that's, that's my personal stance on this matter. And once again, I can tell you that many people will agree with this also. And many people may not agree with it, that's fine. But once again, you know, these girls, you see so many girls getting divorced and so forth, it kills me. Because what happens is, they will eventually suffer because of this. The man can turn around and get married. She's the one who is eventually suffering because of this. There's a stigma in our society and so forth. But at the same time, the reason why this is happening is because there's not a proper tarbiyah of our young brothers and young brothers and our young men in the community and especially in their families. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give us tawfiq. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to help our young men grow into young men. Amir Rabbil Alameen. Wa rizakumullah khair. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. إن المسلمين والمسلمات والمؤمنين والمؤمنات والقانتين والقانتات والصادقين والصادقات والصابرين والصابرات والخاشعين والخاشعات والخاشعين والخاشعات والمتصدقين والمتصدقات والصائمين والصائمات والحافظين فروجهم والحافظات والذاكرين الله كثيرا والذاكرات أعد الله لهم مغفرة وأجرا عظيما